0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, a
1: different day for us here, obviously, with the Damar Hamlin situation. The, um, The update this morning is no update since last night. He's in the hospital, critical condition, alive. And, obviously, we we hope the very, very best for DeMar Hamlin. We always
2: love talking to Mike Quick, and, obviously, it's a big, big topic within talking to Mike today. John? Brought to you by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official app of the real Philly fan. Download now at betparks.com. You must be 21 and in PA or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING.
1: We will get to the birds with Mike, but let's start with the DeMar Hamlin situation. And a Happy New Year to you, Mike. How are you, buddy? Hey, happy New Year.
2: Happy New Year, Mike. Happy New Year. You too,
1: man. So, Mike, what's what your true. what's your reaction? I mean, you you know, what's your reaction to
3: what happened? Uh, this one's a little bit uh, too close to me, so it's hard for me to talk about it for too long. But uh, it's just a scary situation, and my heart, like everyone, certainly goes out to the family, uh, to the kid, and, you know, all the people who, who love him and the game and, and follow him. Um it's really just a, it, it tears your heart out for me i wasn't watching the game last night i was at the sixers so i didn't find out about it until i was leaving the game sure um but it it's just a tough thing to deal with um i i i'll, give, I'll let everybody in on a little personal note um my son suffered a sudden cardiac arrest uh early and he was 12 years old playing aau basketball mm-hmm. And um, I just know what I dealt with. And so when I heard about it last night, it just took me back to what my family dealt with, what we dealt with going through this, a similar thing with him. So um, mm. it, it's it, it's real tough. It's a tough thing for me to w- have watched and um, learn about last night. So wow. certainly my heart goes out to that family and, and everyone that's connected. And everyone who loves this game, you know, you, you it really brings it. Uh, to the human level when you see something like this happen to someone. um, I heard someone that you guys had, had on earlier talking about how we talk about these players as gladiators and, you know, we talk about them and put so many labels on them. But when it comes down to something like this, it really gets back to the human element and the fact that they're just young men and they're someone's brother and they're someone's son and they're someone's father and husband and, um, There's nothing more important to us than our health. And I just wish him, as I said, and everyone connected to him the best.
1: Well, it's well well said, Mike. And obviously, our heart goes out to you for what you dealt with, you know, those years ago. Um, What do you think the NFL is going to – look, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want. I'll just – I'll ask you, and if you don't want to answer, we don't have to. What do you think the NFL is going to do next?
3: I don't know if there's anything that they can do. I mean, this is not – like uh, something where you're going to make changes in the game itself, uh, there are people that have issues. And, you know, it happens. So when you this happens in your life, you become more sensitive to it wherever you hear something about this. And I remember the kid from the Minnesota Vikings during training camp, uh, s- s- the same type of thing happened. Corey Stringer. You, you're not, you're, yeah, and you're not going to be able to change the game. Yeah, it was Corey Stringer, exactly you not going to be able to change like the game because, and most times, you don't even know that someone has uh, a heart condition until mm-hmm. it's too late. Lynn Bias, um, he suffered from what's called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is thickening of the heart. You don't know that until you dig deep into different layers to find out um, what. Guys' conditions are Mm. so it's hard to, it's hard to suddenly change and make new rules uh, based on something that we don't know. That we don't know,
2: right? Well, uh, Mike, if you don't mind, let's just uh shift gears, we'll talk. Yeah, let's go. Uh, (laughs) prior to this Saints game, uh, how close you're in those meetings with the coaches and with the players. How close do you think Jalen was to actually taking the field and playing against the saints?
3: I I think Jalen, if you'd strictly left it up to him probably would have wanted to play. Uh, but I think these decisions have to be made um, in a group effort. I don't think Mm -hmm. it should be just one guy saying, Hey, he's going, Uh, not even, certainly not that guy because you have to protect that guy because he wants to play, um, So I think he was close to playing close to being healthy enough to play. But I think the smart thing to do was to keep him out. Um, Had the game gone differently. And I think it should have gone differently. Then everyone would have been on board with keeping him out. But you know, you lose that game and now you, you, this team puts themselves in a tough predicament. Um, And it's a game that they really almost have to win because you want to get home field advantage and and you want to get a buy in that first week. So, They have to win this game, plain and simple.
2: Why do you think the coaches ran so many Jalen Hurts plays with Gardner Minshew?
3: (laughs) Well, God, it's built around Jalen Hurts' game. This offense is now. So it's hard to scrap everything. um, But like you, I probably would have liked to see them run run more plays that would just end off to their halfback and, and have the halfback run the football rather than the plays where you're reading and, you have the possibility of Minshew running the football uh, because that's just not—it's not a good formula.
1: Mike, why was Minshew so bad? I mean, he—he he stunk. What the heck?
3: <laughs> well, he's a backup quarterback. You know, he can do some things, but there are a lot of things that he can't do. And you know, when you're asking him to read, and I thought he—I didn't think his decision making was the best. There are a couple of times when he probably should have given the ball. Um, the one in particular that just sticks out when he probably should have handed the ball off, but he ran off the right side. It was early in the game. Yeah, third and one um, or whatever. And Cameron Jordan played the dive, and he, and he played him. And he's not going to outrun Cameron Jordan. Right. Cameron Jordan, you know, I'll give you a little history on him. His father was a tight end in the National Football League. And Cameron's just a little bigger than his father was when he played tight end. So he can run. And he was going to run him down, and he did. Uh, That's just not a good situation when he's going to take the dive, hold the ball, and run and try and beat that guy to the corner.
2: Mm -hmm. Which is more true, Mike? Shane Steichen got pass-happy against the Saints, or the Saints' defense, they've learned how to force us to throw?
3: I'm not sure if either. Um in this offense, they're able to really pay a lot of attention to the halfback in the dive because they didn't have the concern mm-hmm. of the backside. John, you know how how Jalen's able to hold the backside defender so well because they're so afraid of him keeping the football and running out the backside and picking up big yards. Yeah. But they didn't have that threat. So they were able to allow lots of people all the assets on taking away that dive. we're not worrying about him running out the back side and um and they were able to take away the dive. i thought i thought they got really smart the saints did in the way they played their back end um you know we saw the interception the pick six that sealed the game well they saw that earlier in the game and they were jumping that route it was early in the fourth quarter the same defender jumped that route but he probably should have gotten called for a pass interference and didn't. But they started to see by formations what the Eagles' options were and what they were going to do. Hmm. So you have to give it up to them and their game planning and they and making their adjustments. You know, those guys, they get paid a lot of money too. So they came up with a good game plan. And, but still, with the mistakes that the Eagles made, you take away a few of those mistakes and they really should have won the game.
2: What's the likelihood uh, we reshuffle the offensive line this week?
3: I don't think it's likely. I, I think you going into the playoffs, you start to prepare, and I'm sure they're already doing this. You prepare for other guys. If it doesn't work out with Jack over there, um, you know, you maybe you start to work in Dillard on the left and Malata getting some snaps on the right.
2: Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking.
3: I think Stoutland, I think Stoutland goes through all of these scenarios. And I think they'll start to plan and and rehearse for all of these different scenarios. Um, But I don't think it will change this week, though. I think you give him another shot. Um, Yeah, I know Thibodeau is going to be facing him. And, uh, listen, Ojalary, the other guy that comes off the edge for the Giants, it's not going to be easy. But I think you have to give uh, Driscoll another shot.
1: Mike Quick with us here. And, of course, Mike, what you just said is true, if it's true, meaning if the Giants choose to play their starters. If you're yeah. the Giants and you're locked into the sixth seed, are you playing your starters against a rival Week 18? Or do you just say, backups, go for it, and you just pretty much punt the game?
3: Joe, I don't think you have you, – you, you've gotten to where you want to get to. There's no real advantage. I hear people talking about, well, you got to keep your momentum, keep your rhythm. I, I don't. I don't buy into that. I don't think there's any real advantage to the Giants playing their top players, playing Saquon Barkley and playing their quarterback, uh, Julian Love, and the, the guys who are key guys to their success. I just don't see them playing those guys. And if, if I'm the king there, I don't play those guys. I come down here and I try and get my backup guys some work, um, try and make sure that uh, the backups that I may need, that they understand what they're doing. And I try and get out of here with as many healthy bodies as I can. I agree I'm with you, Giants. Mike. Yeah, look, I agree yeah. with
1: you. What's interesting, though, is, you know, Doug last week played, you know, a couple of days ago, played his starters in a meaningless game for the Jags before, you know, a winner-take-all game this weekend. The Bucks announced yesterday they're playing Tom Brady and their starters. Um, yeah. So, you know, different approaches. It, it'll uh, – I don't know. What, what's your – just big picture here, Mike. As the Eagles get – look, they're going to be in the playoffs one way or the other, one seed, two seed, yeah. or five seed. Um What's your just your concern level right now comparative to three weeks ago and how you feel about the Eagles' chances in the
3: postseason? Well, missing Lane Johnson is certainly a big deal. I, I hope and think Josh Sweat will be back, but that's the biggest deal. But I'm still not overly concerned. I think this is a really good football team. I think they're going to be able to go toe-to-toe with anybody that they're up against, and hopefully it's in the second round and, and – whatever team that they have to play, that team has to come to Philadelphia. and I'm not that concerned.
1: Mike, stay well, man. Listen, we appreciate you sharing the story you shared today. We know for anyone that's played pro football, it's got to be a particularly a difficult day. And obviously with your family history there, um, we care about you, man. Just want you to know that, Mike. Always, man.
3: Appreciate it, guys. Always good to join you. Thanks, Mike. There Thanks, he is. Mark.
1: Eagles great. Mike Quick, of course, Eagles announcer as well. John, what we just touched on there uh, near the end about the Bucks situation, so this is where you get different situations for different teams. The Giants and Bucks are not in the same; they're they're in the same spot as far as where they're going to be in the come playoff time. The Bucs are going to be the four seed. Um, the Giants are going to be the six seed. Right. But here's where it gets a little tricky and different. The Bucks haven't hit a stride this year. And I think they feel like maybe, maybe, maybe they're just about to hit a stride. I mean, James, what Tom Brady did in that second half, won you your fantasy football league. Yeah. I mean, it was a pass Brady all year by a mile. And if I had to guess, Brady, you know, talks to Bowles. Because, by the way, Brady played a lot of Week 17s all those years with the Patriots when they had the one sheet locked up. Like, Belichick often played as players. He was in that position a ton. And they would play. And I think – so that's different than this current boss, which is they really haven't been very good. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They're trying to hit a stride. And I bet you Brady looks at it like, let's, let's really find our groove, guys. One more shot to find our groove so that when we enter the playoffs, we've got a groove, and it's established. Now, I don't think that's the Giants' situation. I don't – I just – I think the Giants' situation is, whew, we made the playoffs first time in a while – we're really not that good, but we know if we can kind of just stay on the ground, we can keep it close. Try to get a turnover, maybe we win a playoff game. To me, it's a different deal. Do you agree with that? And how do you how do you like if you were the Giants, would you play your starters?
2: Look, I, I think Tom Brady makes it a completely different deal because of the the past history that you mentioned. Yeah. Like it, for whatever reason, like that's what he's accustomed. That's to That's what doing. they did. The Giants are. It, fortunate to be where they are. You know, they had a great start to the season and then they have really trailed off. Yeah. I don't think they expect to hit to hit a stride, right. you know, exactly. they're sort of just like, "Wow, look what we did." A little
1: thankful to be there and all likely. Yeah. Like who has a
2: better chance to
1: make the Super Bowl? Right. Tom Brady or the Giants? Come on, let's be real. It's Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, I think Even the
1: though Giants... they're not good. They're not, they have not been good. They're 8-8. Eight eight.
2: Yeah. You right. Right, uh, I mean, it's just I'm being honest. The Bucks feel dangerous. The Giants feel sort of well,
1: one and done. Yeah.
2: And they probably are very aware of themselves, you know, self-aware enough to to realize that. And I, I think there's no way, especially with what we heard from Dable yesterday, there is no way they play starters. You know, uh, Mike was talking about how uh, Thibodeau is going to be lined up against, uh, you know, whoever our right tackle is. I think there's no way you see Thibodeau in this game. I think we're going to be facing Tyrod Taylor and, and uh, Matt Breida. Uh, at, at running back, and that's just what we have I to I tend expect. to agree, i And I'm, I'm glad to some degree that we are, you know, locked in to win this game. In my mind, this is a W already, and I know it's, you know, you're not supposed to look ahead like that and take games for granted. I do take this game for granted because the Giants don't care at all.
1: I tend to agree with you. I'll say this. It makes it a lot easier for the Eagles, but as an Eagles fan, it also – take some of the edge off this week i was looking forward to seeing the eagles in a meaningful game against the giants real players to see how the birds would stack up thinking the eagles would win but thinking okay let's get a a measure of how the the birds rebound from the last two weeks now it just feels like you're in a layup line in basketball Mm -hmm. it's just it's just go go take a layup oh okay sure there's a layup there's no defense i mean that's what it feels like to me let's go to tony right now in delaware hi tony
4: Hey, how are you doing, guys? Hold on for me one second. Sure, Tom. I want to get up. I think I'm okay. Hey, I just wanted to comment on uh, the NFL in large and the Cincinnati organization on how they were able to get to this kid as quickly as they did and how they were able to. They had all the right right equipment, the right people. Um, I think somewhere along the line, as I was listening, one of you guys may have said, you think they may have saved his life. They unequivocally saved his life, no question about it. If they hadn't been there and hadn't known exactly what to do, this this young man may not have made it. I have seen. And another thing, I'm not really sure. I don't know what your opinion is. I haven't heard enough about the diagnosis. But I don't think that the hit that Hamlin took is what caused this coronary. I think this young man may have had an underlying uh, maybe a genetic uh, coronary anomaly that no one knew about. And that may have just... just but but the hit, hard. obviously...
1: It, Tony, even if there's an underlying thing, the hit obviously triggers it, meaning if the hit didn't happen, he was not going to fall down that instant in, in his life, right? I mean, can we agree on that?
4: Probably not in yeah. that instant. Yeah, I'll agree on that, too. Uh, but hats off to the Cincinnati organization. They had the right people there. I saw firsthand... And I know it happens. I saw firsthand a young man, 26 years old, playing basketball with a bunch of friends, a nice little pickup game, having a ball. He dropped dropped to the ground. None of his buddies knew CPR. Mm. They didn't have the equipment. The the, uh, paramedics couldn't get there in time. And he didn't make it. Mm. 26 years old, had a heart anomaly that nobody knew about. And uh, and that's why I my hat's off to the Cincinnati organization who had the right people, the right equipment, did the right thing, and, and saved this kid's life. Unequivocally saved this kid's life.
1: Tony, appreciate the phone call, man, and that perspective. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on WIP.
5: Hey, how you doing? Heartbreaking situation, but it's got to be reassuring to the family that the, the whole country is, you know, uh, watching this thing closely and cares about this kid. I'll like, tell you
1: this, Mike, if he pulls through – And if he has, you know, let's just call it normal brain function, he he is going to find out that the world loves him and that, you know, that a lot happens once he became unconscious and he's going to wake up to the support of millions, if not billions of people.
5: That is true. Um, on to the Eagles. It's hard to talk about the Eagles. I know. I know. type of things going on, but, um. But on to him, I'm a little concerned about. I, I think the Eagles have to take a really drastic approach. I think that they have. I, I, I've been saying it all year, and I've talked to John quite a few times and both you guys about Miles Sanders, and I just don't think he's a workhorse. And it's showing up mm-hmm. now, and I'd love to see Boston Scott in there. I've said that too. Yeah. But I think, you know, I'm wondering this guy, Trey Thurman, who is it? Why don't they just bring him up and throw the dice?
2: Yeah, I I like the way he runs, and uh, he's got some size to him. I th- I think he you know he runs angry yeah, he, and he's tough. I like Boston Scott a lot too. Yeah, uh,
5: he runs angry, small, but he's a good runner. Yeah, but Mike, he's here's my, here's
1: the, here's the argument against Trey Sermon. And I, am I mildly intrigued? Sure, I am mildly intrigued. But remember this: Miles Sanders has had a fantastic year. That's number one. Number two, fundamentally, the Eagles view Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell is better than Trey Sermon. If they didn't, they wouldn't dress them. They would dress Trey Sermon. Number three, even in a game like last week, meaning two days ago, when Miles Sanders, you know, wasn't 25 carries guy with backup quarterback, the coaching staff still only handed it to the running backs, the backup running backs three times. Number four, four, Jalen Hurts is like a Sherman
5: tank on fourth and ones. The guy's automatic. So I don't think you need Trey Sermon. That was the Jalen Hurts before the injury. The, the defenses are going to be looking to stop this guy. If I was a defensive coordinator, I would game plan to make Jalen Hurts' like doubly as hard. The pressure on him is going to get, Twice as bad. Well, they're going to try and, to hit. They're going to try
1: to hit him a lot, but they already were trying
5: that, Mike. I mean, I just well, not they were, but this is going to be different. The field's going to be smaller for Jalen Hurts. He's not just running up the middle on design draws like he did in Chicago. It's just not going to be there. And uh, I'm afraid that this thing is starting to line up like the Tampa Bay game last year. They need to have another element. These coaches have to think out of the box. All right, listen, they're... Mike. You bring
1: uh, you bring up an interesting point, point of Mike, good call right there, John. Do you think? And I know it's we're just speculating here. When Hertz comes back, presumably in five days against the Giants, or in the playoffs, eighteen nineteen days from now, do you think the Eagles coaching staff will look to run him less because of the shoulder injury?
2: Yes, slightly, uh, but not not to the degree where it changes our bread and butter. You know, they they have a lot of plays that man they've worked repeatedly like think about the and and I think it's a pass pass run option but that draw that he scored against the Colts that he scored uh, against the Bears I think Um, there are quarterback powers that we run where it's just a direct snap and you're pulling a guard and you know or a back is leading up there for him you don't have to call those you know you but it's part of how they're effective it is part of how they're really is but if you if you allow him to just do the pull or not to pull and you know keep it every once in a while, he'll still strike fear into the heart of the defense. And you can lean a little more on whichever back it is, whether it's Miles or or, Bothan or Do you expect
1: his uh, throwing motion to be affected? His accuracy, his velocity, his his deep ball
2: capability with the shoulder. I don't. His touch. I don't. I I think this guy is he's a unique individual to begin with the way he's wired and, but if
1: a dude's banged up, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's been a long time now. I mean, I I get it. I'm I'm
2: at, that's why I'm asking you the question. Yeah. And, and if, if his motion would have been altered and, and if the, the ball's coming out differently, they can do things to make it feel fine. You know, they will, they will resort to medicine. See, here's what fix it. Here's what would be
1: really interesting. To, to sort of assess these answers, John, that you're, you know, you know, I'm asking you and you're, you're answering with about this upcoming game, not so much the pl- first playoff game, but I would love to know, James, the answer to this question. Did the Eagles choose not to play Jalen Hurts two days ago because they felt they were going to win anyway and he could have played, or was he medically not cleared? It's a great question. It, it's, because, guys, if, it's he was, if he was medically not cleared, then why are we just to assume everything's going to be fine this Sunday when he plays? I mean, granted, it's seven more days, but if he was not cleared. To, by the way, John, my gut feeling, gut feeling. They told him, "Yeah, Jalen, just eh, uh, sit this one
2: out, big guy. We, we got That's this. That's absolutely my gut feeling. I, I which is Jalen Hurts wanted to James? play.
1: again, James? I 100% agree. W- which is a good which is better than he wasn't medically cleared for his chances moving forward physically. That, that, that would just be the way I look at it. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 215 9494 your opportunity to weigh in on any and all of this. Plus, we go inside the game, John with the X's and O's related to what happened on Sunday. That was ugly. It'll make some sense of it for us. Coming up next on 94 WIPA.